and welcome back to the experience of God with Aaron Hansen. I'm your host, Aaron, and I invite you to settle in and take a deep breath and be present in your body in this moment as we navigate these few minutes that we have together today for this very special Valentine's Day edition of the Experience of God. Today is Valentine's Day and I invite you to be your own Valentine. Whether or not you have a special partner, a special loved one that you consider to be your Valentine, I invite you to consider also being your own Valentine and loving yourself fully, if only for today. (laughs) So for today's podcast, I would love to share with you some insights and experiences about around one of my favorite topics, cultivating the witness. But before we begin, I would like to light a candle as a way of signaling the beginning of this sacred time that we have together. So I am doing that right now. I also invite you to do that if you have the space in this moment to either light a candle wherever you find yourself or just imagine the candle that I've lit for us. And this candle will be burning throughout the course of this episode. So as I mentioned, I would like to share with you my practice of cultivating the witness. I will go into what this means, how to do it, um, why it is so important, and the benefits. And then I will share my own personal experience with you. I hope this podcast is helpful for you, and I hope that it inspires you to practice this. If you already have a spiritual practice, I am sure that you have experienced what I'm talking about when I say cultivating the witness. The witness is simply that which is witnessing, that which is observing. And it is ever present and it is unchangeable. It is available to each and every one of us in each and every moment. And as your spiritual practice develops, you begin to have a greater and greater sense of this witness. And your connection to the witness, your identification with the witness becomes stronger and stronger. At first, it is very subtle, so subtle that the mind tries to grasp it. When many teachers talk about this, cultivating the witness or cultivating the observer, 
the uh, beginner the beginner mind really tries to grasp it and get a clear sense of what that means <clears throat> excuse me but I encourage you to rather than grasping for it simply practice trusting and allowing that the witness will present itself and it will become more and more a part of your life so um, what does it mean so cultivating the witness is um, coming to an understanding and actually an experience of that part of our consciousness that is observing everything. It is impartial. It doesn't have any opinions about what is happening. I often use the analogy of uh, being in a movie theater and on the screen, life is playing itself out and things are happening. It's a very dynamic story but you are in the audience. You are the witness of what is happening. Very often you might experience that you feel pulled into the story and you feel like, um, like you are being thrown about with the ups and downs of life. Um, but as you continue to cultivate this witness stance, you realize, oh, I am actually one step back from being an active player on the screen. I am the witness of what is happening. Once you get, get a sense of this, it is wonderful because that is an invitation from God to cultivate this deeper and deeper. So in your seated meditation practice, perhaps you have had this sense of you're observing everything that is arising you're focusing on the breath as it rises and falls away and when you get grounded and you get centered you ask yourself who is it who or what is it that is observing in this moment who or what is it that is noticing all these sensations that are arising and falling away? And like I said in the beginning, instead of trying to really grasp at it with the mind, allow the question to work within you. The question is magic. The question is powerful and it is medicine. The question does the work. So I invite you to, if you haven't already, to incorporate this line of questioning in your meditation practice. Because by simply asking yourself these types of questions, your consciousness begins to deepen. It happens automatically. And you don't have to come up with any answer. This is not a test. 
This is not the type of thing that you can get right or wrong. It is an exercise for deepening consciousness and deepening awareness. So allow yourself to sit in that, um, the discomfort of not knowing and trust. This is a wonderful opportunity to cultivate trust in the process. And we trust that the answer will reveal itself in perfect divine timing. The answer becomes obvious when the time is right. And your consciousness just unfolds like a beautiful rosebud in the spring that is opening up. Allow for that to happen and trust that that will happen. Some questions that you can ask yourself during this practice are, who or what is it that is observing the field of consciousness? What is it that notices these sensations? Can the seer be seen? This is a very profound question that invites the consciousness to look in on itself. This is one of the most powerful questions that I have worked with in my own practice and that has led me to such profound insight. Can the seer be seen? These are just a variety of questions. You can ask yourself anything that feels right to you, anything that invites you to look within in a deep way. What is it that is noticing this in this moment? The point of this exercise is to bring yourself to a place of being the unattached observer of all that is arising and falling away. Now let me share a little bit from my own experience and my own path in the hopes that it is helpful for you. I remember when I started the practice of self-inquiry, this, this, these teachings that I'm talking about today are based in self-inquiry. And I was reading books by Ramana Maharshi, Nisargadatta Maharaj, Adyashanti, Muji. These are many non-dual teachers that talk about the practice of self-inquiry. And I remember, um, it was about, I think, 2013, when I was very deep in this practice. And I came across the phrase, you are not the doer of action, nor the thinker of thoughts. And something within me resonated so deeply with this sentence. Even though my mind could not grasp it, and my mind could not believe it or understand it. Something much deeper than the mind knew it with beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was so true. And it almost felt like a remembering 
I remember feeling like it just <clears throat> vibrated throughout my whole system and I just remembered that that was my truth. So I wrote it down on an index card and I remember I taped it to the wall in my kitchen and I saw it every day and I used it like a mantra. You are not the doer of action nor the thinker of thoughts. It allowed me to deepen my practice and I allowed that truth to resonate throughout my system and to act like medicine in my system, to remind me in each and every moment, oh, I think I'm the doer right now. I think that Aaron, this person, this personality who is seemingly doing these actions and saying these words, making these decisions and having this broad range of feeling, I think that she is me but she is not. I am the witness of her. I am the witness of the body moving. I am the witness of decisions being made through this body. And so I began to, as my, as my consciousness deepened, it um, kind of, my orientation was like further and further back almost like a bird's eye view. I remember I started to develop this bird's eye view of everything and everything was just happening. And I was allowing my body to move and, and make decisions and go through life. But I was always aware that the action wasn't originating with me. I was being moved by life. And this was such a profound understanding. Then fast forward to 2019, I had a powerful awakening experience in which I felt like something just clicked over into the witness, um, the, the consciousness of the witness and hasn't gone back since. And so it was just, it felt like just a permanent shift, a shift of consciousness into this ever-present field of awareness that never really gets pulled into the ups and downs of life. It feels like life is an ocean and I am just observing whether there is uh, a storm raging and the waves are thrashing about, I am simply observing the state of the ocean in any moment. And so I am unaffected. And this began to be so like truer and truer for me up until the point of 2019 when it just became my everyday reality. And it allows me to move through life with such spaciousness and such groundedness and such acceptance and equanimity and just a natural sense of life is being lived through me and I'm observing it. And I'm here to um, observe as this character of Erin goes through her, her different ups and downs. 
And it is such a miracle. And it is so, so beautiful. And it is my deepest wish and desire that everyone <laughs> get the opportunity to experience this and to ultimately live as that because that is our true nature. And it is available for all of us. And I believe especially for those who are called to do this type of work, it is um, available and um, probable for you. Uh, very, very attainable. So um, there is part of the practice is to deepen your trust. And I feel so grateful for being born with a very, very deep sense of trust. I, I have always had this sense of trust, no matter what has happened in my lifetime. I have felt that I am held and I am carried and I've always trusted that and that was very helpful. But even if you haven't had that, you can cultivate it. You can cultivate a sense of trust through prayer, through self-compassion, through asking for divine guidance. Whatever feels right for you, you can make it your mantra I trust myself, I trust life, I trust God. Whatever really resonates with you, I suggest that you make it a part of your daily prayer practice or meditation practice so you can really cultivate that. Surrendering control is another big one. This is something also you can pray for help with. Dear God, please help me surrender control in this moment. God, please help me to see that I am not the one in control. Control is an illusion. Please allow me to navigate life knowing that and trusting that. These are some prayers that you can say to help cultivate that. Um, yeah, these are some things that I have found very helpful. And as I mentioned in the beginning, following certain teachings um, from different teachers have, has been very helpful as a way of retraining my consciousness into deepening my surrender, deepening my trust, and ultimately intuitively knowing that I am not the doer of actions or the thinker of thoughts. Trusting life to move through me and to show up in whatever way is best for my alignment, is best for my life path. And I have um, really uh, resonated with this idea that Life is like a curriculum. Life offers us a curriculum and each challenge that arises or each um, wonderful thing that arises is part of that curriculum and part of the unfolding. So it has been very helpful for me when challenges arise to fully accept them as, okay, this is something that my soul needs to learn. There's learning here for me, 
and I am fully willing to go in there, go into that experience and receive the learning that is inherent in this moment that seems very, very challenging. So I hope this was helpful for you and I hope that you can deepen your practice of cultivating the witness so that you can navigate life from a much more resilient, much more omnipotent, powerful, divine truth. And I offer my blessings to you. Thank you so much for listening. Please let me know if you did find this helpful and in what ways or what challenges you had. And happy Valentine's Day to you. If you would like to connect with me, I am on Instagram at cedar.grace. I have a newsletter where I share wonderful resources recipes and um, my favorite spiritual books and practices. I also have a vibrant Patreon. Patreon is a site that allows people to support um, creators and I am so grateful for my patrons on there and I am continually updating the Patreon with videos, how-to videos, different recipes, different goodies, different surprises, and um, uh, guided meditations, resources, all sorts of wonderful things. So feel free to check that out. You can find all of these links in my Instagram profile, cedar.grace. And thank you so much for listening to The Experience of God. And I'm blowing out our candle And as the smoke billows out from the candle, I'm sending prayers to you.